This is a Triple J podcast. There was just this message in the group chat at like 6am the next morning, like our girls group chat, that was like, are there six people in this house? (laughs) Fresh off the (laughs) plane-ish. You came into Melbourne this morning. Yes. I'm so excited. For anyone who doesn't know Hannah Ferguson, she is the founder and CEO of Cheek Media, which is like a feminist media organisation. Yes. Author of Bite Back, a book that I had to put down multiple times because I got so freaking angry reading it. But still buy it, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but I agree. Essential I, reading. It is what everyone says is that, like, I have to take a little bit of break. Also, I saw it was, like, nominated for the Booktopia's, like, top ten books or something. Yes, this morning. So I'm hoping oh that pulls through. It's in the top ten. I want to win, obviously. Obviously. Like, congratulations. Obviously. No, you. it's honestly such an incredible book. And I felt like you really covered the nuances of feminism in such an incredible way. Uh, it just, yeah, it made me really angry. <laughs> That's classic. good. It's I like Chanel Contos's book. It made me angry as well. Yeah. And then I then took it out on all the closest men in my life. Oh. You are also <laughs> the podcast co-host of Big Small Talk as well. Yes. And it almost feels like, I just feel like you're such a political news powerhouse, ex-lawyer-ish. And I feel like it's kind of like not a waste to be chatting about group Tinder dates with you. <laughs> like I just feel like there's so much I could chat to you about. And we're going to be like, anyway, so dates and boys. But also, obsessed. This all came about because you moved into a house with your best friends. Yes. You're all single. Yes. And then you were like, let's randomly do this group Tinder date. Yeah. So what happened? Talk us through it. So essentially, and our lives passed the Bechdel test. So I feel like it's okay <laughs> yes, to spend I time talking, talking about, about boys. <laughs> I know. I love that I had to just like fully press. I get it. Because I've been like, doing no, that. It's like, let us be all of the above and more like you can be a fucking powerhouse like lawyer and like raging feminist icon um <laughs> and have like a whole company thing but you know also want to sit and chat about boys sometimes it's okay <laughs> to be silly but and that's, this is kind of what the purpose of this was like I had seen a TikTok one or two years ago where basically four girls who lived together invited a guy over each and claimed it was like a first date with a guy and I don't think they told the guys they invited that they were stepping into a group scenario the TikTok was obviously funny and it went viral and I thought the clear issue is that I would want the parties to be consenting because it's not really fun if the guy turns up and is like having a panic about the fact that he's not expecting to step into an eight-person scenario. He's thinking he's having a one-on-one date, but I love the concept. And I think for me, I'm so fed up as a young single woman with being irritated and fatigued with dating because I think so many of us are. We're tired. We're like the apps are so exhausting. The dates are like bad quality and it just seems to be like the general premise and vibe at the moment is that it's a bit awful. It's just not fun. Exactly. And I want... and. A lot of what dating is for me is not about the men I date. It's about agonizing over it with my friends. Like, I feel like it's for the girls, right? It's for the plot. It's for the plot. And detach from the outcome sort of thing. So I went to my two best friends who I moved in with and I was like, would you do this? And they were like, if you project manage this, I will do this, right? And so my first title is I'm the project manager of the group date. You're like, as a... Type A, yep, absolutely. This is my wedding. <laughs> exactly, no, exactly. And so, basically, I went onto my personal Instagram page and I put up a story that was like explaining this concept, and I got a lot of feedback on how to do it. And then eventually, I was like, okay, this is exciting. People were really invested in this concept. I'm going to do it. It happened eight days later. And we all met the guy that we ended up choosing a different way. One person got her date from a dating app. Another person I actually set up with a guy who asked me on a date late last year. Oh, and you weren't keen. I didn't go on the date with him because I wasn't, I just wasn't keen. I just looked at him and thought, we're definitely not compatible. He'd asked me out and I just was like, no, but here's my friend. 
Oh, I love yeah. that. And I, honestly, for me, I thought this is a risk because he could absolutely say, get lost, not happy, don't like that. But I thought this is a good test to see how he feels about it because I've obviously rejected him a couple of months ago and now I'm saying, hey, not for me, but I could introduce you to someone because I thought they were a better match. So I showed them their respective Instagram profiles and they were both like suddenly very keen. And then for me, I actually had a date who pulled out five days before the date. So So was this a Tinder person? Hinge. Yeah. So, and honestly, I had just gone through my Hinge archive of guys I hadn't replied to. You know, those matches that sit at the bottom. I was like, I'm just going to find one. And what did you say when you sent them a message? I just sent him a message and I was like, long time no reply. Um, I have a pitch. I have a proposal. And I literally would outlay, this is a wild idea. I know it's not normal. I know it's not the huge and totally understand if you're not comfortable with it. But this is the idea. Would you be open to it? Because I think it's a specific type of person that would engage in something like this, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. And that's what you said because you had a few people be like, oh, I don't know, it feels a little bit like you're taking the piss out of the guys. It feels a bit like content for you, but you're using them as porn. Yes. But you, like, I really loved your reply on this because you were like, no, I, the type of guy I want to date is the type of guy that would absolutely put their hand up for this kind of stuff. Also because I'm the kind of person that would myself. So it's not it's not to say that I wouldn't date someone who's more introverted and not interested in this, but I thought for the purposes of the experience, I'm not looking also to meet the person I'm going to be with for a long, 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 long time. I'm looking to make dating fun again and try something outside the box. I'm sick of the way it's happening and I just wanted to do something out there. I also think it's kind of underestimating the capacity of men to say like they're hamsters for the testing. They're consenting adults, actually. And I think that a lot of the time women are the ones having really poor experiences on dates. And we are setting up a safe and secure environment where they know all of the information and they're making an informed decision. That's what I wanted. So I don't think it's a test, you know, and that's what I sort of went back with on Instagram. I was like, totally each to their own. If you don't want to come, don't don't come. But I think that if you pitch it right and you're really clear and transparent, you're kind of going to attract the right people for this sort of thing. Which we did. Completely. And so what the guy that you messaged on Hinge, he was keen but then pulled out? Yeah. So on the Friday night, so the date was on a Friday. The Friday before I'd pitched it to him and he was like, great, what should I bring? And really keen. And by the Monday was suddenly very not keen. Oh, no. And and we actually hadn't spoken much over the weekend. We locked it in and I thought, I'm not one who likes to text every day before a first date because I like to just like not go into it with a lot of expectation and put them on a pedestal or anything. So we'd not really spoken over the weekend. On the Monday, I was just like checking in to see if it was still on for Friday. And he was like, I can't do it. I just can't. And I was wow. like, sure, but I have to keep moving because I've got two out right? of three locked in. That's the thing. Just Project tell me. manager and suddenly, over here. Exactly. And suddenly I'm the failure. So I'm freaking out because I'm like, oh, my God, I failed here and I need to speed this up, right? So excessively swiping. Exactly. So I'm swiping, swiping, swiping. But, okay, here's the other thing that I think a lot of people will resonate with. You know when you're looking at your matches and you've got 10 but you're only really keen on one and you could message the others and you feel like it's unfair not to give them a chance but usually you have the ones you're excited about. I wanted to go on a date with someone I was excited about and there just wasn't any. And so then my two best friends were like, Hannah, you're not using the one thing that you do have and I know it's a bit embarrassing but you need to go to your Instagram. Like, I have a following. Why am I not accessing this? Because these people who follow me have a sense of me. And so if someone is attracted to me there, they kind of have more of a sense of me than a dating app. And so I really, like, just swallowed my pride. And, like, on the Wednesday afternoon when I was just, like, getting nothing, I literally put a video up that was like, okay, everyone, project manager has a confession. I need the date. I'm missing a date. I either need someone to give me a date or I need someone to step up and be the date, right? 
And so I got one message from my date who said, I'm New South Wales. I'd be really keen. <gasps> and had, you obviously didn't know him? Didn't know him. But, okay, I haven't told anyone this and anyone listening might be a bit excited about it. At the end of last year, I remember having this moment where I wasn't really dating and I was like, are there any like hot guys that follow Funny. me on Instagram? And I was having a bit of a weak moment in the insecure department and I went through my likes on one of my photos and I saw his profile. And it's like, oh, no. <laughs> I love this. I only picked one man's profile that I looked at and I looked at his profile and thought, he's really hot. I feel validated. And then I just didn't do anything. And I just left, right? I just left it. And he was the guy that messaged me. I love that. So good, right? And I actually told him that on the first date. After a few good hours, I was like, by the way, right? I have fucking seen your yes, profile. exactly. I've had a few moments like that in dating as well where you literally just go like, through, I've even gone through like friends of friends profiles to be like, who's following them? <laughs> That's sometimes you have those like, moments. Where you're like, how do I set myself surely, up? I need to go off these apps because it's like safer sometimes when it's a friend of a friend yeah. than the dating app. So you're like, I've gone through friends profiles, being like, who is hot that you're following? Yes, that you know. <laughs> and one of the other great things was at the same time that he messaged me, one of his female friends messaged me because she's also a follower of mine, and said insert his name, really is the perfect guy. And she was like, he's six foot four. He loves to naked garden. He's an adventure guy. He lives a few hours away, but he'll drive. He will drive for this date. Hannah, I'm so invested. Yeah, I know. Same. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to get to the end of it all. Okay. So then obviously he messages. He's like, hey, I think I'm the man for the job. Do you then give him logistics of how it's all going to happen? Like, are people having to bring something? So all of the guys brought something. They were all instructed to arrive at our house at 6pm on a Friday night and to wear whatever they wanted and bring something rogue, basically. Oh, I love that. I would have been like, surprise treat. Exactly, right? And so they all turned up early, like 10 minutes early, right? Love that as My well. day turned up first and he brought three plants, one for each of the women, different, different succulents, like pick based on your personality. And a homemade loaf of bread that he had made in his bread maker. (laughs) I'm obsessed with him. Yeah, he's an angel boy. Really so sweet, right? And then the other two brought flowers and wine and drinks. So everyone brought something. Everyone was so earnest. Everyone tried so hard. They were so committed to the bit. And actually, that's not even fair. They were so committed to trying and just like making something to like an experience. Okay, wait, I want to, okay, so you did, so you did, you got ready together, all three of you, which would have been so exciting. That's like sometimes the best part of a day. It is, getting ready. Getting ready with your friends or like letting them know. Um, So then they all rock up, they have presents. What happens next? We do a cheese board and we have stuff for cocktails. My date brings his like cocktail making kit. So when they, I know, I know, when they all enter, the the guys all have a shot just to like humble the nerves a bit, calm themselves. We'd already done one before they'd arrived because we were having girl time. We go outside to our outdoor area. We've done the cheese board. They go in, the three guys, and make the cocktails so we can sit outside and enjoy. The other bit that I really love, project manager, I'm claiming this, we have two bathrooms in our house. And so the guys were all using one bathroom, but in the ensuite bathroom, I put a notebook and a pencil. And the idea was instead of being on our phones to communicate with each other anything that was happening, it was better to go upstairs when we each took a toilet break and write like a, a timestamp and then how we were feeling or something interesting that had happened. So when each girl went to the toilet, we could see how the others were feeling and at what time. So we have a diary. 
That is so cool. Yeah, I was like, this is a bit fun to have a diary because even like it was really interesting the next morning to read how the night progressed and how feelings changed because we all wrote so much on this paper. So it was so fun. What were people writing? We were writing like either how we were feeling or like little tidbits that the guys had said. They obviously didn't know about the notebook, but it was just for us. It was, oh, it was just for you guys. Just for us girls. So the guys didn't have a notebook. We just put it in the oh, private right, bathroom we were using. Obviously, you wouldn't be able to talk to each other and be like, hey, I'm not vibing this person. That's, that was what it was for. It was kind of half as a safety thing, but half as like a memorable thing. Okay. So like if someone was really in a, on Struggle Street and felt like struggling to indicate, we wanted to have an opportunity to be like, I'm not into it. Can we like peel off and go to a bar so I can like come home or like something like that? Love that. Because it would have been too obvious when you do the message and then they get it. That's... And they're like, oh, um, are you guys... What's going on exactly. There? But the other piece of the puzzle was like a lot of people wanted me to make content on the night and I really didn't want to do that. Yeah. I didn't want this to be like an Instagram experience because that's not fair on the guys and it's not fair because we were all excited about our dates and it's yeah. not fair to make that a content piece. That's like, this is an opportunity. So I thought at least for the first two or three hours, all the phones are going in the corner. So that's what the notebook was for. So that if you wanted to say something, you, we could all go and check it. But we were trying to keep phones out of it so the guys felt really comfortable that it wasn't being created as content. You're the best project manager that's ever existed ever. Thank you. I really put my heart and soul into it. Thank you. <laughs> so wait, what about the conversation around swapping? Like not swapping, mm. but like did you all or three of you talk about the fact that like you – because they're all random dates. Like yep. maybe you might vibe more with one of the others or like what was the – what was the plan with that? Uh, this came up a lot. Lots of the feedback was like people saying, I'm betting on partner swapping, which is an interesting thing to like want to happen for the plot, which is it's not what we wanted, obviously. And But I think the thing that's key here is if you're going to execute something like this, you need to have secure friendships. And so we all sat down before, like days before this occurred and had so many conversations about what our expectations were, what our boundaries were. But at the end of the day, we all thought this is an opportunity to meet three people at once. And if there was someone who was more compatible with someone else, it's a first date. Communicate with each other, be healthy about it and just talk it out because it doesn't matter. And if do I would never do it with friends that I felt uncomfortable in that situation with. We all aired any insecurities and issues and concerns. And it meant that if that was to happen, that would have been okay. But it didn't. And you would have been happy for them, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so then they're making you cocktails what happens next? What are we talking yeah. about? What are the vibes? Who are we liking? We all were so compatible with our respective partner. There was no swapping, which was really nice. But the other worry I had was like, how do you get enough like couple time and group time? Seamless. It would be like an hour each way. So we do like an hour of just like peeling off and chatting as a couple. And then we'd come back to the group and do like question cards or like a little game or just like talking to each other. Generally, we ordered some takeaway pizzas at like 10 o'clock at night. So everything was going well. That was like four hours into the oh day. Oh my God. Yeah. And then we all decided we did a couple of the question cards and then we were like, let's go to a bar and have a couple of drinks. So we all left and stayed out till 1.30. Stop that. And did, because I'd actually also put up project manager, a first date question box on my Instagram. So all these followers had submitted like what's the perfect first date question so we all answered them together as a group what were some of the questions some of them were like really silly like what condiment would you be and then some of them were really deep like what's your deepest fear and I will say everyone was really vulnerable like these were very healthy secure men and women who were just trying really hard it was lovely this honestly sounds like the most wholesome it was 
It was the most wholesome date I've ever been on. And I I know that's hard to say because a lot of people would be like, that wouldn't be my experience. And sure, it was rare. But I think we did take the time to curate this and make it as good as possible. And I think that was 7 out of 10. And then the other 30% was reliant on the fact that everyone tried really hard. And everyone was already like 100% on board from the beginning. Totally, because they had clear communication. So your date, what was the vibe when you saw him? Were you attracted to him? Like, how did we feel conversation-wise? Yeah, it was really good. So because he got there first, I was kind of relieved because he'd brought all this stuff and he sort of just started making drinks and, like, being very attentive and good. And he was really nervous. Like, I think he was really nervous because obviously what's interesting about our date was there was a sort of inherent power dynamic because he's followed me on Instagram and followed my work for like a couple of years. Like he was a subscriber to my media company and like had my media company as part of his dating profile. So it's really funny. Oh, he's such a fan. So it's And he was so good about it. Like he was like, I wish I could play it cool, but why would I? This is really cool. Like I want to say this is really cool and was really earnest about it all. So I was absolutely stoked. And it was just so nice because I got to learn so much about him, but he was really aware and considerate of the fact that he was like, I know I know your online presence, but that's like not it. So I'm really excited to like talk to you. And it was really nice. I was really attracted to him. It was really safe. It was really secure. It was really nice. I... (laughs) I love this. It's time. really fun, isn't it? It's I feel so dating fun. is never fun. It's fun. This is what I mean. Yeah. I think that's why so many people responded to you on Instagram. And I would generally was looking at every story being like, oh my God, I'm yeah. so invested. Because I wanted to have a Tinder party one time where everyone brought a Tinder date and it was like less of a sit down dinner, but everyone just had like a random person that they were meeting for the first time. Yes. And so it was just, but then my friends and I thought about the logistics and we're like, it could be some real Deros, you yeah, know? totally. It's just such a risk. You it can't vet risk. them that well. Okay, 1.30am, you are at a bar oh until... Oh, my God. What's happening next? Every couple's going home together. Ah! <laughs> As in, back to your house? Yes. Stop! Yeah, it was like... It was wild. Yeah. Oh my God, that is so fun. There was just this message in the group chat at like 6am the next morning, like our girls group chat that was like, are there six people in this house? (laughs) Can we get numbers on hands and toes? Yeah, that was basically like, it was so fun. And we only moved in like two weeks before. So the house was really fresh. It was like being unpacked. It was really funny. Uh, (laughs) Was that like a, like, did you talk about it at the bar or did it just like organically happen? Because I guess you're all going back together. You're like, do do. Well, the bar was only one block from our house. Oh, so yeah. So what happened was the lights kind of came on and we split off at different times. So the first two left, then the second two, then the third. And we sort of just like two went for a walk for a bit. And then the first two couples arrived like two minutes apart, basically. But we didn't see each other. So we all left the bar and that was kind of like, that's where privacy started, basically. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Otherwise, it feels a bit awkward. Like you're all six of you holding hands. Good night. Good night, guys. <laughs> Does anyone need anything? That's kind of. Yeah, that was that was the vibe. I was like, can we just go? Like, can we just go before we all race home? Like, it's a bit awkward, isn't it? I know this is the the hookup, and we never do things PG, but just for like everyone's privacy's sake, we'll skip. That's great. The next part. And that's the thing. It's a sleepover. It's it a sleepover. There's no indication. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So you wake up the next morning. Are we, are we, how much are we drunk? We had like a bit. Yeah, a bit. But yeah, like everyone is aware. Everyone is checking in with yeah. each other. Everyone is safe. Yeah. Uh, so you wake up the next morning. What's the vibes? The vibes are one of my friends was on a flight, a domestic flight interstate at like 7am. No. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
And then the other two have gone for breakfast and four of us go for breakfast in two couples. So we all had a bit of a chat. The four of us that were left had a bit of a chat in the morning. And then we sort of like, my date left after midday. So did we lock in second dates for all? Everyone has been on a second date. Every wow. single couple has been on a second date. Um, so, yeah, it's like, and we, again, we don't know where it's going to go. I would say to people that want to try this, the hardest part was not the night or prior to the night or the feelings on the night. It's actually the aftermath because you're all on the same trajectory. So comparison can be the killer afterwards where you're agonizing with each other, but it's comparing. And I think we have the emotional security and intelligence to kind of talk with each other about it, but it's hard. So that's kind of the hardest, the biggest hurdle as a project manager I've found. Because you're like, well, we've gone on like three dates now. Yeah. Well, they did this and well, we went to a fancy restaurant and, you know. Yeah, it's the hard part of like how the communicate, like how is the different communication working and how do people feel? And that's kind of more the sort of scary part. So are we all still like dating-ish? I know this thing happened a couple of weeks ago, but is it like yeah. we're all still like seeing where this is going. Yes, well, I am. So I believe both of my friends are as well, but I am still dating the guy that I went on the date with. And I think it's kind of going well for everyone. But yeah, it's um, it's 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 smooth sailing. Hannah. Yeah. I did see on your story there were some flowers. Is this from said man? Yes. <gasps> I don't, I feel like I'm revealing, he's going to be so excited by this. I don't like it. <laughs> no, you've posted it on your story. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I just thought it was a bit funny for people because I didn't reveal it was me, but yeah. it can, it's obviously me. Yeah, it's me. So it was really nice. Yes. Do you know what I got for Valentine's Day? A fucking sticker. Oh, <laughs> what does it? <laughs> God, a sticker. Anyway. I have is... words. No. <laughs> yeah. Give him a call. I can't. That is so exciting. It's really nice. It's just, it's just such a good experience. And no matter what happens, because it's only been a few weeks, it is really nice to have that like secure feeling and have such a good outcome from such a wholesome experience. A hundred percent. And that's the thing is like, obviously, you know, the psychology, they say like, you should do something exciting on your first date or, you know, ride a roller coaster because the adrenaline and blah, blah, blah. But it is true. It's like, you've now created this date that was really exciting. You had lots of things that happened, like questions and games and went to a bar and, you know, it yeah. kind of makes it like a better date than if it was just like someone DMing you being like, hey, want to get a drink? Exactly. And it, I think actually the other thing that I would note is it's weird because the second date almost feels like a first date. Because on the first date, you've got this friendship atmosphere where it's kind of four dates in one because they're meeting your friends and all this stuff's happening, yeah. but you've got so much noise and so much energy. And then when it's just the two of you again, that's almost a slightly strange transition back down because energy-wise, you're like, whoa, it's quiet again. And it's kind of way more intimate, way faster. But it's really interesting that transition from like a high energy date to then being more isolated afterwards as well. So are we group dating for 2024? I think everyone should be trying this once. I love this. Yeah, I think it's just, it's not about wanting to commit forever to someone. It's about just making dating fun again. That's what it's about. It's about having a positive experience yeah. with your friends and getting excited about something and having a lot to talk about and plan. It's fun. I love the way that you rolled it out. Um, obviously, not everyone has a project manager brain as succinct so as yours. True. But do you think, what do you think about the group profile things on Hinge or like dating apps? Because I've got friends that are like group, have done group dates where it's like them two and another two. What I didn't like about that idea is the comparison thing where you mm. you might have people who are either mass matching and you're not getting to vet people individually, but you're also having that issue where like people are comparing on a profile and saying, I want that one or that one or that one. Whereas at least if each individual has the power to just go out and find one person they want to go on a date with and then bring that into a group 
scenario, I think you feel a bit more like you have autonomy and agency and you're picking someone you have a connection with in some capacity. Totally. So I look, I'm each their own. I wouldn't do that because I know I would feel like I was comparing myself to my friends too much. And I'd rather have the power to just go and find someone on an app or in person to invite. And also like friends of like friends to get I guess it's different because you all three were friends but then I don't know sometimes I'd feel like it'd be it could get a bit broy if it was like them and their mates and then you know that's the thing because a lot of people also said that what if the guys start trying to like alpha each other and they were all really different but they were all really committed to trying to be friends and they weren't competing they were just like we're in this together and this is a bit of an odd situation so like let's have a bit of banter and like just talk about some jet like they were really trying to like find things to bond over and I think we picked the right guys basically which is it's hard (laughs) if I'm being honest it was quite hard no I really want people to do this I really want people to other people to do it and to like message Hannah message the hookup let us know how it goes because it is a bit of like data analysis isn't it that's what I loved about your Instagram was like you had all the polls and you had what people would because like so many people were like I'd rather rot in hell than do this yeah (laughs) but it's good to know and I think it's about introversion and like it's not accessible for everyone like I want to know that it's very intimidating and it's not accessible for everyone but for me and my friends it was a way to have a bonding experience and I think that's important too I'm so excited for you with said person Thank name, you. name, not named. I but think he's very excited too. Ah, uh, okay. Well, you have to keep us posted, obviously on your Instagram, on the journey, but also like you're allowed to keep it private. Who knows? Thank you. Oh my god, <laughs> love you, Hannah. Love you too. <laughs>